0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area.
0: 10% luck, 20%
2: skill, 15% concentrated power of
1: will. It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big time, Mike McGivern.
2: Uh, welcome into the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Milwaukee Volleyball Club today. I'm excited about today's show. Jake Nowak and Brad Keel. Hey, Brad, let's start with you. Thanks a lot mm-hmm. for, uh, for for your willingness to come in. Yeah, thanks and, for the invite. Yeah, talk about Milwaukee Volleyball Club. Um, y- your background in, in volleyball, and we'll get to the club itself, uh, but your background in, in volleyball is what?
3: Uh, my personal background is I started uh, playing when I was in high school, and then I, I actually went to college to play baseball, hurt my arm, and got into coaching. Okay. Um, so, so I started coaching uh, with uh, the women's team at Ribbon College, okay. um, and then I came back to the Milwaukee area after graduation, got a job at Nicolay as the varsity volleyball coach, and then got hooked up with what was then North Shore Milwaukee Volleyball Club, started coaching that in 2003, and then in 2009 or 10, Jake and I took it over And then we switched the name in 2011 or 12 to Milwaukee Volleyball Club, and we've been doing it ever since.
2: And we're going to get to the reason for the change on on that. Jake Nowak, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, you bet. Uh, Let's talk about your background in in, in volleyball a little bit.
1: Yeah, I... uh... I actually started playing when I was in fifth grade, and I didn't really take it seriously until in high school. I was much more of a basketball player. Wait, where'd you go to high school? I went to Pius. Okay. and uh, yeah, uh, That's okay. Oh, come well, on now. Where'd you go? Whitefish Bay. Yeah, that's fine. I, Interestingly I, I, enough, I'm actually the, the dean of students there now, so I, I found my way back to my old, my really? old high school. Yeah. Well,
2: you must be busy with the crazy kids. That, no, I'm just that's, kidding. It. I'm only kidding. No, it's all right. I'm a big Pius fan.
1: Um, so, and I, I kind of got talked into playing club volleyball actually by, by some friends. I, I thought it was, you know, this is a sport for girls. I didn't, you know, I right. didn't want to do the knee pads thing, but I eventually, you know, got talked into playing club and then I just absolutely fell in love with it. Uh, went to college, played at Quincy University for a few years, um, transferred to UW Madison, finished up there, uh, made my way back to Milwaukee to do grad school at Cardinal Stritch. Uh, started coaching their graduate. I was a graduate assistant there for the men's and women's volleyball team. So uh, then I started coaching high school in the area. I started at Shorewood and Whitefish Bay, and then I found my way back over to Pius, and I'm coaching their boys varsity there as well.
2: What about um, this club made you guys say, look, let's let's take this thing over and let's run it the way we want to to run it?
3: Um, Just – We were so invested in the sport and what it gave both of us that we wanted to give back and then we wanted to grow it and make it better than it already was. Not that it wasn't great, it was already one of the top clubs in the nation Um, but when we took it over we really took another step where we were seen on the national scene as somebody to be respected and um, you know just to give back and give the kids the opportunities that we had and give them more opportunities even that we had is what makes it rewarding and makes it worthwhile for us. What's your real job? Uh, I am a general manager at a Screen printing and embroidery company. Business good? Very good. Yeah. So you guys, um, and, and being a
2: dean of students, look, I know you're busy. That's, that's a tough gig. Mm-hmm. and But you find time to make sure that this club is 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 run how you want it to run. How many coaches, how many people are involved with, with the Milwaukee Volleyball Club?
3: Uh, we have 20 coaches um, wow. on staff. And then we have Jake and I who run the day-to-day operations. I handle the business side of it. Jake handles the more volleyball aspect. And then we have two or three other guys who help us with websites, scheduling, stuff like that. And then all of our coaches who attend two practices a week. Um, it's a it's a full time job with, you know, so we're basically both doing two full time right. jobs. But, you know, it, it's about the kids. It's not about us.
2: When When you guys decided, OK, let's do this. Did you have any idea what you're getting into? no No. (laughs) not at all you know what i I, i've got to believe when you're sitting around if you're sitting around have a cup of coffee or beer saying hey you know what why don't we go ahead and do this yeah all of that other stuff one of the reasons this youth sports show was put together i used to do the midwest orthopedic sports medicine show and they needed to take six months off they made a change in marketing they said hey we need to take six months off and then we'll get back to doing that show." And I get called. I would get calls all the time saying, look, you're missing the boat. You do all your high school stuff, but there's a lot going on in the youth game. And then I would get calls from people, and it was always like, hey, Franklin Youth Football, they always have all the kids they need. They have all the money they need. They, they win all the time. How do they do that? And I go, why are you calling me? Yeah. I, they, well, you talk to all these people. I said, why don't you just call them? Oh, we can't do that because we do things the way we do it. Mm-hmm. And I said, but if they're doing it better— and so I had the Franklin Youth Football Program in. And the second question was, what keeps you up at night? And the woman said, I can't find volunteers. She goes, we, we, we have a, a $250 buyout. I don't need their money. We're flush with money. But I keep getting all these checks. I need time. I need legs. I need people that will volunteer. So there's a chink in the armor. Mm-hmm. Then the next youth group that came in, what keeps you guys up at night? We can't find kids at this age or we can't. So everybody struggles at something. And so the, the idea behind the show is for me to ask questions, you guys, like what's the cost? What's your mission statement? Are you looking to get to get wins? Are you looking to, to have kids fall in love with the sport is really important for other youth groups that that may stand off to the side and see you guys doing things the way you do it and go, man, how do they get all this stuff done? Well, you know what? One of the things with that is it's a full time job for you guys. Yeah. A second yeah. full time job. Are you guys married? <laughs> yes, now, I yes. mean, you have married with kids? Yes. yeah How many kids do I you got have? Two. You have? Two. I have one and one on the way. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. So your wife's special place in heaven for oh, your wife?
3: Very, very special, yes. Yeah, Especially do you, with our weekend travels and stuff like that. Like it's. Are they? They, f- they put up all the. Are they
1: volleyball girls? My wife is. My okay. wife actually coaches for the club um for several years. This is her first year where she's not really coaching, just because she's kind of staying home with her daughter, and she's. Obviously, she's pregnant, she's going to be due in April, <laughs> so it would be a little tough for her to get out there, but yeah, she, she loves volleyball, so she understood right away uh, when we were even starting to date that, that this was going to be a big part of my life and, right. and hers and eventually too, so. Yeah. Uh, my wife is not.
3: Um,
2: Did she know what, what, she, what she was getting into? Well, I was already
3: doing it um, when we started dating and then okay. when we got engaged, so she kind of knew what she was getting into at the time, um, so... You know, she knew I was gone, you know, in December and January and February. I was gone two or three weekends a year, so she understood that. But she does She does an amazing job with, you know, keeping everything safe at home and keeping the girls under control. Yeah. So. I, on the
2: business side, what keeps you up at night?
3: Um, just making sure that we have everything put together. USA Volleyball is very technical on you have to hit this deadline, you have to hit this deadline, you have to have this deadline, you've got to have this form in. So, you know, my biggest issue is making sure I'm organized with, you know, sending payments into tournaments, registering for tournaments properly, having rosters perfect, having all the kids in the right age groups. um, Because we don't go off classes, we go off age. So, you know, so there might be a kid who's got, you know, an odd birthday and he's only a junior, but he's got to play in the 18s year. When they come to tryouts, they might not know that right away. So we have to make sure that we have all the kids uh, um, available for the right teams when we get started. And then coordinating travel and coordinating hotels and, you know, we got, you know, over a hundred athletes that we send to these national tournaments down in St. Louis, Chicago, Texas, Virginia. You know, we got to make sure we got hotel rooms for them and that all the reservations are met with their needs. And, you know, just stuff like that is what makes it difficult. And, and this, so so now that you've done this a few years, you, the template that you have makes things a little easier. The first two years had to be just brutal. Um, the people that I took it over from were very good in the transition. Um you know, when we would have to do our, our billing cycles, I would go to their house and they'd show me how to do it. They would give me all their spreadsheets and all their documents with, here are your deadlines. And they, they had a, a great schedule with, okay, on November 1st, you have to send these checks out. Um, you have to You have to send this out at this time. You have to register by nationals by January 30th. So they did a great job transitioning us. Oh, that's To nice. let us know what was going on. So you didn't come in blind. No, yeah. I did not come in blind.
1: And the other, the other thing is the coaching staff for, for the my end of the the volleyball operation side. Like, y- you have to build a staff that you trust. That's you know they're going to be back every season. Um, that you're not having this constant turnover with coaching. And we were lucky enough to have a good core move into our transition. And then you know it was my job over the over the four or five years in that first phase to to find people that are going to stick around, so that yeah. we're not constantly retraining coaches and what we want them to say in the language and how we want them to develop the kids. Do you, so yeah. Do you guys pay your coaches? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I, I, and I think rightfully so
2: yeah. I, I do because they, their commitment is high. They, they've, they've got to be fully committed to, to not only their team, but to this club and they have to be good ambassadors for you guys.
1: Right. And we're in a tricky spot cause it's, 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 they get paid, but it's not enough. You know, we wish we mm-hmm. could pay them more. But it's just the, the the market that we're in. There's other clubs in Chicago and LA that they're they're paying their coaches double or triple what we right. were able to pay them. But we can't raise those fees to our parents because then they they can't afford to play. This
2: is my 36 year coaching basketball, mm-hmm. so I know all about not getting. Yeah. You know, you're getting about. Don't yeah, do the hourly if, wage. If it's yeah. two bucks I mean, an yeah, hour, yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh, sometimes it's it's uh, you're netting. You know, it's actually a, a loss. The mission statement for Milwaukee Volleyball Club is right on their website. And what I like about it is it's short and to the point. The Milwaukee uh, Volleyball Club's mission is to provide uh, consistent, effective, and efficient volleyball skill training to all of our players while creating strong, cohesive teams at every age group. Pretty straight into the point, man. This is what,
3: what we're all about. What, what is the age that you guys start? Uh, we start, our, our youngest team is 13 and under, but we do have some 11s. And in, in the past, we've had 10s. Um, so we have 13s, 14s, and then 15s, 16s, 17s, and 18s through high school. Um, your 15s are your freshmen. Your 17s are your juniors, um, Eighteen seniors. So, you know, we have this year nine teams that we have over the course of the age groups. Um, you know, and our, our biggest focus is on uh, the high school age kids. That's where, that's where we excel. Um, and that's where we do our best work.
2: Um, do you guys work with the high school coaches? Do you guys – look, again, being a basketball guy, there's, there's a lot of friction between AAU coaches and high school coaches. How, how is
1: the – what is it for volleyball club coaches and high school coaches? We are in a rare position where – our staff is almost entirely high school coaches as well. So they're either a varsity coach at some high school in the area or they're a JV coach or an assistant. So it, it puts us in a phenomenal spot in that we have so many guys that are involved in the high school game and club game. So they're, they're familiar with the players. Their, their knowledge level is, is through the roof. But it also puts us in this tricky spot where we can't overlap WIAA coaches. So I couldn't coach – let's say I was coaching you know, uh, the 17s for us. Right. I could not coach a pious varsity player right. who tried out for that team. So it makes it a little tricky. We have to jumble our staff around every year, but – we are we're heavily invested in the high school and club game, so we're we're lucky that way. Can,
2: can the kids that play Milwaukee Volleyball Club play other sports? Are they multi-sport
1: athletes? Absolutely. Yeah, we encourage that. The more we the more we're getting into this. At first, it's it's tough because you want your kid to be you know committed to your club and be at every practice. And we're, our season's pretty long, from December all all the way through June and early part of July. But. The more we're getting into this, the more we're realizing that cross-sport training is is super beneficial to these guys, and their college recruiting guys they they're they want that too. So. We have to look out for the best interest of the athlete and their development. And a lot of times, a kid missing a good chunk of the winter part of our season to play basketball is going to be good for them. Look, good. I as a basketball coach, I love volleyball players. Yeah, They're, so they're quick jumpers,
2: mm-hmm. right? Their eye hand coordination, their timing defensively, they're, they're normally shot blockers. Yep. You know, they can't shoot a lick, but, you know, <laughs> well, well, that's all right. Well, in fact, we're going to talk to two, two kids that have been with you now for a bit Brian Voigt, he is from New Berlin, and Bryce Barrett. Berend. I didn't spell that right. Bryce Berendt. He's from Germantown. Uh, in fact, they're going to join us on, on the other side of the break. These are two young guys that have been with you guys for a while. And I said, look, bring in a couple of kids that have been good ambassadors for your club and, and kids that will talk a little bit about, you know, coming up and growing up into this club. Do they play on the same team, these two guys? They do. They do. they do. So And they've been playing with you guys for a few years.
3: That Brian started at... 14s for sure, if not before. And, well, Bryce was the same way, but they can tell you for sure. what. But they've been with us a long time.
2: Yeah. So we're talking Milwaukee Volleyball Club. You can go to MilwaukeeVolleyballClub.com, MilwaukeeVolleyballClub.com. We're joined by the co-directors, Jake Nowak and Brad Keel. We're going to put them on the couch, bring these two players, Brian and Bryce, on, and then get back to Jake and and Brad. And I want to talk to them about fees and about um, parent participation and do they have to cut. We'll get kind of into the weeds. Uh, about what what Milwaukee volleyball club is, and if you have kids and you want to find out more about them and what they do and how they do it, this is um all boy correct all Not boys. coed yeah, correct. yeah, and the reason for that because a lot most clubs are are coed correct
3: mm-hmm. um, yeah we we used to have a girls program um and, and it did well for us, but you know when we decided looking at you know as our families were growing and our time was becoming thinner, that we need to focus on what we do best, and what we do best is the boys, so we focus. Primarily on boys, and I believe we're the only club um, in the in the state and the area that only focus on boys. Yeah, I I, I think you are
2: because I've done I've done enough enough youth sports shows now to to know that. So if you've got a son in grade school that that really likes uh, volleyball, I would highly recommend milwaukeevolleyballclub.com. It's a good website. Spend a few minutes. You can spend a lot of time on that website. Some really interesting stuff. But. Um, If if you want to know more about these guys and how to reach out to them, com. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking Milwaukee Volleyball Club today. Youth Volleyball. Go to MilwaukeeVolleyballClub.com for more information. Now joined by two student-athletes, uh, one from New Berlin, one from Germantown. Brian Voigt, he is from New Berlin. Let's start with you, Brian. How you doing? Good
0: morning. Yeah, thanks for having
2: us. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thanks for coming in. And uh, Bryce Barrett. Barrett. Yeah, there you right. go right if you come a little closer to the microphone or pull the microphone up to you that'd be great uh from germantown brian let's start with you at what age did you start playing volleyball
0: um i started playing in fifth grade actually but um i was exposed to the sport earlier than that because i have a sister okay she actually started playing in grade school and i would always be at her practices and whatnot and like uh, go to a bunch of her games. So where, where
2: in fifth grade did you play? Who'd you play for?
4: Holy Apostles. Okay.
2: And and Bryce, same same question. How, how old were you when you started?
4: Uh, I actually started in seventh grade uh, playing for NBC. But my mom played volleyball in college, and my brothers uh, started at St Mary's in fifth grade. Okay. So she, I was like in the gym with my older brothers, so I kind of
2: was exposed to it earlier. As I said, the first segment, I've been a high school. I've been a basketball coach for thirty six years, and and my son went to St Margaret Mary and played volleyball, and played basketball, and after eighth grade said, I don't want to play basketball anymore, I want to play volleyball. And he was a good volleyball player, but he he was about six feet tall, and was a really good basketball player, and his daddy was a basketball coach, and he was going to a high school that didn't offer volleyball. So I knew he'd get back to playing basketball soon, but those four years that he played, um, he absolutely fell in love with the sport, and, and Brian, let me start
0: with you when you started playing early on uh, was it a sport that you fell in love with right, right away? Um, I mean not right away. I played soccer, baseball, basketball and volleyball all before that. So it was I would say right at about eighth grade freshman year in high school that's kind of when I was like volleyball became really real for me yeah um, my grade school team, we our team actually won the Seton Boys Volleyball Tournament, which is like the private school. That's the big championship. Yeah, yep. And then freshman year, I made varsity as a freshman. At so, at at New Berlin Eisenhower. Okay, so you're a night kid. Yeah. You don't like West much. No, no. We're actually uh like a <laughs> duo team. So oh, we are. It, we're so united. You, you
2: got. So it's co-op team. Yes. Kind of. You, you've got to like some of those exactly. guys over there. Yeah. Because like... anytime I have an Eisenhower kid in here. I go, you don't like, no, don't. And I have a West kid in here. They're like, no, I can't stand Eisenhower. You know, so that's a good rivalry. But when you co op, you know what? You got to like some of the kids right. at, at that point. Hey, Bryce, how about you? Was it a love at first sight kind of thing?
4: Uh, I always really enjoyed volleyball when I first started, um, but I was huge into football as well. Uh, and I knew once I got to high school, since they're both fall sports, I'd have to make the choice. And- you know, Jake Davis is
2: not happy. <laughs> the head football coach at Germantown who listens to this show all the time is, is going to look you up. Now, what year are you? I'm a senior. Now. So you're done. He, there's no eligibility left, Coach Davis. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Do you
4: play basketball as well? Uh, no, I used to. I stopped that in eighth grade as well.
2: Okay. Basketball team got beat last night. They, they lost
4: is, to Green Bay Preble.
2: Yeah, their season's over. Germantown Volleyball. Has I I remember back when Showalter was coaching at Germantown, and all of a sudden those kids started playing. I don't know if he pushed them to play volleyball or if they just started playing volleyball. but the, And I didn't know if Germantown was a good volleyball program before that, but they put them on the map a little bit.
4: Yeah, definitely. Those athletic kids, um, obviously they all went to play uh, go play Division One basketball. So right. pretty good athletes. But they really kind of, I think, jump-started that team. Uh, I know they took second at state one year uh Rushmer who's the coach I think he just he tried to get those athletic kids to start and then yeah. they kept just uh pulling in more kids they were like hey this team's good I kind of want to be involved
2: How did you guys do this year You're oh, in we won State. high school You did Man, good congratulations! Wait, how about how did you guys do? We lost in the sectional semifinals. Did you guys ever play against each other?
4: Uh, like once or twice this year. We yeah. played in the past though. In a yeah. few tournaments, yeah, we played.
2: You guys same. talk smack? I don't know. It was volleyball. the guys talk smack in volleyball? Yeah, oh, they of, do. Course. yeah? <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Who won when you guys played? Oh, uh, we did. You did? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, dude, there's no, you don't even want. It. You've got nothing to say over there, New Berlin boy. Ah, huh? uh, Germantown was very. Fortunate to have a great team. They're fortunate <laughs> to have a great team. What position do you play in volleyball? Uh, I'm a setter. And how about you? I'm an outside hitter. So you, you pass him the ball when you guys are playing club together. You played on the same team and in, 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 for the Milwaukee Volleyball Club, correct? Yeah, yeah. we so, played together since 14s
4: 14. year.
2: Really? What about the the if I ask kids with basketball if they could play, do they prefer playing the high school or they uh, AAU? And they'll, they go back and forth, and it, it, they like the, the AAU stuff because they like to travel, and they get to play with kids from different teams and different schools. Um, but in at high school, they get to play in front of the kids that they're in class with, and they get to play with the kids that they walk down the hall with. So it's a difficult question to answer. Um, Bryce, let me start with you. What do you prefer, or do you prefer either one? Both are the same.
4: I gotta say, they're pretty close. Um, High school season's pretty cool because every day you're with these guys, you know, you get to know them really well. They're like your family. Yep. Um, And then as we went to state and we kept getting better, uh, so I was on varsity four years, we went to state three of the years. Man. So we had people. Uh, like fans that were like into the sport and they were like, oh, dude, volleyball is so much more fun to watch because our football team wasn't doing as great at the time. Yeah, again,
2: sorry, Coach Davis. <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> sorry, sorry about that, Coach Martin. Sorry, we're not ripping on anybody else in Germantown because that's a, it. It is a, a, a very much an, a a sports school.
4: Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
2: and as New Berlin Eisenhower is. Um, so for for you, it's it's really and it's it's really different though,
0: right?
4: Yeah, it's interesting though because for club I've been with. Uh, Brian's not the only kid I played with since 14s year. We have like four or five kids that have just stuck with it. Same team, same uh, same coach, really. How much? Uh, and we all just got to know each other. Super. How much well.
2: success have you had
4: with with the club? Uh, we took third at nationals our 15s and 16s year, and then 17s. I think we took around 10th or 11th. Wow, that's I mean that's a lot of success. Yeah, it's, you're talking it's been about fun. Yeah, really fun. Um, next year,
0: do you know where you're going next year? Uh, I'm going to Loyola, Chicago. You are? It's a yeah. great school. Are you going to play there? Uh, I'm redshirting my first year, actually. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. And then, I mean, we'll kind of go from there. I'll do how, what I can. How about you, Bryce? Do
2: you know where you're going?
0: Yeah,
4: I'm going to Ball State. You are? You're going to
2: play volleyball there? Yep. Man. So you've been recruited. Did, did, you've been recruited for volleyball. What Did you have more options in Ball State?
4: Yeah, I had, uh, I think, four offers to go play. Really? And Ball why Ball State? Um... I just – I really – I went to go visit uh, during the high school season right in the beginning, um, and I, I really – I just – I loved the school. It was, it was super nice campus. Coaches were great. Team was great. I just I've, felt like I fit in. I've heard
2: from from other guys that once they got on that campus, there's something about the campus there that they just went, this is awesome. This is where I want to go. And uh, congratulations. Do you know what you want to do?
4: I'm thinking Business. I don't and, know exactly what. Yeah,
2: and you can change three times before you get to your car. You, you know that, right? How about down at Loyola? Do you know what you want to get into? I'm thinking finance or yeah. accounting.
0: One of those two, but business. Yeah. Obviously,
2: you do well in math, right? Yeah. You know, ACT scores are strong. You guys, right? All of that. You've taken care of the the idea of being a student athlete is uh, something that your 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 family is uh, instilled in you that you, you need to. It's not a, a right to play volleyball; it's a privilege. Exactly. Right, you earn it. You earn it by taking care of your business. Uh, in the classroom, you stay out dean of dean's students' uh, offices. You know, unless they're your volleyball coach, then you go see him play. Hey, when the volleyball part of this, um, Brian, for you, I like watching volleyball because I think it's a it's the ultimate team sport. Like, it, there's so many moving parts, and it's not just we're gonna hit and, and and I'm gonna set and he's gonna smack. I mean, there's so many moving parts to it that to be a really good volleyball player, I think, takes
0: a lot of hard work and dedication. What part of the game do you like the best? Um, I would just say, like, the cohesion within everyone. Like, we each have our own parts. So, I mean, like, for me, a setter, um, I always have to focus on setting up my hitters, give them the best ball possible to hit. And then for, like, Bryce here, um, he's an outside hitter, so he kind of has, like, two different parts. He has to pass first and then put put the ball away that i give him. did do, do, do you like as a point guard in
2: and this is just a question for me because i don't know a ton about volleyball i know enough to be dangerous because i like watching it but as a do, do you do you go to the hot hitter do you know what i'm saying so right. if, if you're a point guard and you've got had a kid who's hit three in a row you're gonna
0: get in a gap and kick to him because mm-hmm. you know that he's hit three in a row do you feel like that a lot of times, yes. If they're riding the hot streak, you got to keep giving it to them. But you feed them, right? A lot of times, it's also matchups. You got to look at who's on the other side of the court, and you got to look at your hitters, and whoever's got the best matchup, you got to go to a lot. But um, also, it really—it's um, like determined on the pass because you can't always give the exact ball you want. Yeah. For like each hitter, uh, determined on like the pass.
2: So, and, and nothing against hitters, but he's got to study the game a lot, right? Doesn't he have, yeah, I would think, are you kind of the quarterback on the court? I guess, yeah. Yeah? I could say that. Yeah. You'd agree with that? I agree with that. Do you yeah. ever yell at him, like, man, send it my way once in a while, come on.
4: He does a good job of getting me touched. You're not
2: start, you're not gonna cause any trouble today, are you? You Germantown boys are smart, man. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate you guys coming in. Um, I may bring you back that last segment because I've got a couple of questions that I, I didn't get to but I really appreciate it. the love that you have. what what about real quick? What about this club? Um, the Milwaukee Volleyball Club has kept you. You know, what about it has has, has kept – a lot of guys jump from club to club and a lot of girls jump from club to club. What about the Milwaukee Volleyball Club has, has, has kept you? And, Bryson, I'm start with you.
4: I just think we've been fortunate to have a really successful team every year. So, if you're getting constant results, you're going to want to stay with them. And then we've had great coaches that have kept building us and getting us ready for our future.
0: Yeah.
2: How about you, Brian? Same question?
0: Um, I would say it's all about family for us. Um, team, team chemistry is a big thing for me. And, I mean, our team – a lot of us have been playing since 14's year, so we know each other very well, and we all look out for each other. Hey, I, we got to get to a break, but I have to ask, is best
2: um, for you, the, some of the tournaments you've played all over the country, if you can go back to one
0: more, wait, where, where was the best area for you? Um, I would say California. Yeah? I mean, it's just great talent out there, and obviously, great scenery and everything. Yeah. But You're but talking about beaches and stuff, right? Exactly. Now talking about the... That, okay, that's... Let's
2: just put that out there, because there's pretty <laughs> girls out there, too, I'm sure. <laughs> How about you? Where would you uh, go?
4: Same. We have a tournament in Anaheim. That's, it's a blast every yeah. year. Yeah.
2: How many teams? Just a, a big monster tournament?
4: i say oh, about a couple hundred. Teams. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
2: Do you guys play beach volleyball as well?
4: We do it together. You do? <laughs> Where? Uh, all around. Uh, last year, we went to up north or two rivers up north. Okay. Uh, we are going to do a tournament in Chicago as well.
2: You've been down to Bradford Beach at all? Uh, you play yep. there? Yeah, we, we, for a TV show that I do called Around the Corner with John McGivern, we're down in that area, so I talked about um, how it's really come back. I mean, th- th- look, you guys are young, and th- this is what you know at Bradford Beach, but 10 years ago there wasn't anything like that going on. So it was really cool for me to see that. Hey, guys, thank you very much. He's Brian Voigt from New Berlin, and uh, Bryce Barron, he is from uh, Germantown. We're talking Milwaukee Volleyball Club. Go to MilwaukeeVolleyballClub.com. This is the Youth sports show. On Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Oh, welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Milwaukee Volleyball today, Milwaukee Volleyball Club. And again, uh, milwaukeevolleyballclub.com is their website. We we're joined by the two co-directors, Jake Nowak, Brad Keel. Brad, when I asked you to bring in a couple of players that are good ambassadors for you and your program, you can't. I, uh, Brian and Bryce, my goodness. Yeah, they are. they're your children from walking Volleyball. They're both up. tremendous.
3: But that entire team and, you know, we have two teams this year. So we have 23 um, 18-year-olds. Um, 20 of them are seniors. I could have picked any 20 of them to bring in. But, you know, these two, I knew they have been with us the longest. You know, I knew Brian being in New Berlin, he was close, you know, trying to get these boys up at at yeah. 8 a.m. to get over here. But, uh, you know, I could have picked any of our 20 boys, and well, they would have been great. You
2: know, Bryce got up early to make sure his hair looked good. You told him it was radio, right?
3: That, that's a Germantown thing, man. That a, Every Germantown, Germantown kid's got that same haircut. It's a
2: Germantown look, man. They, you did tell him it was radio, though, right? He, he he knew. Man, he looks good, that young <laughs> man. Hey, these kids, when, when you asked, I, I loved both their answers. I loved when, 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 when I asked and, and about what about Milwaukee Volleyball Club and when Bryce said, look, our team, we've had a lot of success and our coaches put together a really good team and I like these guys. And then Brian says, look, it is family. You know, these are like my brothers at this point because we've been together a long time. And there's something special, and you guys know this as coaches, when, when you have a group of kids that like to hang out outside and they get along, if you lose a lot of games, it, it's not nearly as painful. If you have a bunch of kids that can't stand each other and you win a lot of games, there's no joy to that. But when you have the two combined, like these guys are hanging out, you know, and so when they win on the court, it just makes it a lot more fun, don't you think?
3: Absolutely. I, all of our teams are like that, and you know, to be honest, our, our coaches are like that too. We're all, you know, we joke, we say like hashtag MV family, but yeah. we really believe into it. Like we get like all of us coaches get along great, all the kids get along great. They're all, you know, when we go to these travel tournaments and. You know, last weekend, we're down in a huge hotel, beautiful hotel down in St. Louis. Jake and I are walking around, and it's 1030 at night, and we got to tell the kids, hey, stop hanging out, go to bed, get rest, because they just love being together so much.
2: You want me to give you a tip on that? Please? Hopefully, these guys aren't listening on the couch. So what you do is you say 11 o'clock in your rooms, nobody leaves the room. If you need something outside the room, you call me. You put a piece of tape on the door. Oh, sure. And then 1115, you walk, or 1130, you walk, in. if anybody, if the tape is broken, you knock on the door and said, who left? <laughs> Nobody, Coach. No, who left? Nobody. I know you left. And they're looking around like, how does he know this? Well, it's as easy as That's a, a pe- good one. Yep. piece of scotch tape. I've been doing this for way too long, <laughs> don't you think? Hey, let me get in the weeds with you guys just a little bit. What's the cost to be part of your club?
3: Um, It's... The initial fees from the club is roughly about $2,000 um, if you're on one of the elite travel teams. Per uh, year? For the per year? year. For the year. And what's uh,
2: the year again? It goes from? start.
3: Uh, Trial start in November, and then our season concludes in July with the national championships. It's a long season. Very long. Um, but it, it is broken out where there's, there's club fees to handle the administrative costs, and then there's also tournament fees. You know, to cover the cost of the tournaments themselves. So, okay. you know, if you get injured and you can't make a tournament, or if you're, you know, you know, I have a team going to Richmond, Virginia Memorial Day weekend. I got two kids who have, you know, graduation that weekend because they're at Catholic schools and can't go with us. So they, you know, they will get, um, you know, some reimbursement for that too. So, you know, we always try to look out for the the parents and the financial side as much as possible. You know, we're we're not in this to make money. Yeah. We're in this for the kids. You know, there's some clubs where their directors, all they do is direct and they take money off the top. That's not us at all.
2: Do you guys fundraise? Do you do fundraisers at all?
1: We do. Uh, We we do a little bit less than we have in the past. And that's something we're going to probably revisit. It's just because I think families have been fundraised to death. In the oh, last man. decade, it's 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 kind of rough where we've offered a lot of things, and some families will take it and run, you know, and they'll do a, a phenomenal job. But then we realize we're only really doing this for a handful of families, and we'll we'll continue to do that for them. But it's harder now because everyone's fundraising in a million different directions, right. so it's kind of tricky. We have to kind of streamline what what we feel like will hit, will work best for our families going forward, and just try, try to make it a little bit more effective. Guy that works with the Germantown football program, guy named Tony Rash from Raising the Stakes
2: fundraising, I would highly recommend. He sponsors a lot of stuff that i do and so it's it's him being a partner with me but i've seen it firsthand and i would highly recommend if you guys need to raise a little bit or a lot he would be your guy so tony rush at at raising the stakes how much you guys practice a week
1: twice a week uh every team will practice they'll have two practices with their team twice a week usually a weekend day uh, or afternoon or morning and then a weeknight uh and then we'll also have we do about 12 what are called skill sessions um, throughout the season, sometimes more. Um, in the summer last year, I opened them up in the morning because, I, I mean, I had nothing going on. I was off of school, and I was like, hey, we have, we have gym time. Let's open some skill sessions up in the morning for kids who are now done too. Um, and those are those are kind of where we we allow kids to come in. Let's say it's an outside hitter, and they can come in and train as a different position because that was one of the things that we kind of talked about as a club that even my own personal experience, I was the big kid. I was as tall as I am now. So when I was 15, you get put into this position because you're the big kid and then you're just locked in and you don't ever have a chance to maybe train at a different position. And we didn't really like that concept. um, And so we wanted to put something in where kids can come in and work at different positions. And maybe over the course of a couple of years, like, hey, this kid does have a a lot of ability in this position. Maybe we look at him doing two things and that makes them a much better recruit. And from a player development standpoint, if that's going to be part of our mission that's got to be a big part of what we do.
2: That's a really good thing, I, I think, because as a basketball – I'm sure at, at 15, how tall are you? I'm 6'6". Six, six. So I'm sure that you played with your bas- back to the basket constantly. Right. You're the big kid. You go block to block on the basketball side. I, I'm a firm believer in turning you around and getting you to, to, to face the basket and play like that because if you're 6'6 six, six at 15 and you stay 6'6", six, six, the college level right now, you're a 2 or a 3. So you've got to be able to play multiple positions. So I love the fact that you think about that when it comes to, to volleyball. Um, I don't know how many people that listen to this understand that there is recruiting going on at the college level with these kids. And and certainly when, when we talked to Bryce and he, he's going to Ball State, during the break I said, look, is there money there? And he said there is some on the volleyball side. Academically, he's a high-level, high high-achieving high academic student-athlete so there's some money for him there as well, but they only get four and a half scholarships. Is that correct? Correct. Is, is that is that standard in 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 Division One college? Yeah, no. Division One
1: and Two are both kind of hamstrung by that same limit, and then Division Three and NAI have boys volleyball as well, um, and they're just set up a little bit differently. They have some academic money, I believe, in NAI, but they can. You know, structure their academic packages a little bit better than than the Division one and two programs. Do, do you guys get a lot of kids that, that go Division one Division two play at the next level? We've we been do. pretty fortunate. Yeah. yeah, the last decade or so we've had a lot of high level guys um, yeah. go through our club. in uh,
3: in this senior class, this is a, a special class. We have seven kids who are her signed uh, for Division one or Division two
1: really yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, it's fun right now, especially these guys that are currently in college programs, and we get to kind of watch them on TV or live stream at, at you know UC Irvine or wherever they're playing Ball State, Loyola. We have a ton of guys out there right now; that are just doing damage, and it's fun to watch them. And they come back and visit, and they come back, and when they're done, and they'll play it over Christmas break with these guys, or they'll come in at, in the spring and kind of get them ready for nationals. So it's really cool that they come back and contribute too. Boy, good. Uh,
2: it's certainly for for you guys. It's great to be able to say, look, we've got. And I know on your website you have that. Um, you know, we have these kids playing at this college and some of the alumni um and where they played and, and, and what they're doing. It's interesting. You you have guys that played in your club that are now coaching, correct? Yeah. So the fact that they'll come back, that's a that's a really good sign. Yeah. That if they had such a good experience playing in your club and then now it's their turn to give back Right. and they want to be part of something.
1: That's Look. why Brad and I are here. You know, and that's that's when we 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 said before we we had no idea what we were doing, but we knew that this club had meant a ton to us as young men, and and the mentor coaches that we had growing up were everything to us, and they they gave us this great experience, and we just. It's our turn to kind of try to replicate that and, and improve it in any way that we can. And and hopefully, yeah, th- this is a sign that some of these young guys are coming back and, and starting to feel that same thing. Do you guys, uh, when you have tryouts, uh, you guys got to cut a
2: lot, and that's a mm-hmm. difficult thing for us coaches to do. And when you have to look a kid in the eye and say, look, you just didn't make it. Yeah. Um, do you have many kids that when they try out, maybe at the 13 or the 14, that don't make it, that come back and try out again?
1: Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, we have a – it happens a lot. I mean, every year um, with club tryouts, kids will go to because nothing's guaranteed, and even if they're a good player, they might know that, and they they might go to multiple tryouts at different clubs, and, sure. And just to make sure that you know, they put a cast a pretty wide net just in case they don't get an offer from one club, they have one from another. Yeah, yeah and then they can if they get offers by three, they make their
3: their their choice. How are you price wise? Are you competitive with other clubs? Um, it's it's a little difficult to say because there's kind of three levels of, of clubs on the, on the boy side. There's the, the higher elite clubs who go to nationals, do the full, the full season. There's some clubs who will, you know, stop at the Badger region championships next, next or in two weeks, and that'll be the end of their season. So when you compare, you know what you get for um, the amount of tournaments you get and your travel, we are actually pretty a little on the lower end compared to some other clubs that go to the national scene. Yeah. Um,
2: it, so it's important that you that you go apples to apples. Yeah. Right? Correct. So when when your son or daughter tries out for a club and and they say, Well, boy, our fees are only a thousand bucks, theirs is two thousand, understand that it might be half the season. Right. Their season might do. end in March
3: or, or they might add on stuff where, you know, hey, our fees are only fifteen hundred dollars, but if you go to California, we're gonna throw in another thousand. You know, we're right up front with everything. Here's our cost. You see it, this is what you're paying for.
2: Yeah, we're going to get to a break. I'm going to have uh, Bryce and Brian go to that. We go to the one microphone because I'm going to ask them. And I want you guys to think of what you think their answer is going to be in your head. If their volleyball career stopped right now, their best memory of playing for Milwaukee Volleyball Club, what's, what is that? And I want them to think about that. It, it's funny because I ask student athletes this a lot. And a lot of it is we won this tournament or we did. I had a kid from Martin Luther, where I coach basketball, it's a baseball kid. And I said, "What's your favorite memory?" He said, "I was catching, and Dakota who was another kid in the studio. Um, he was pitching, and a guy hit one so far out of the park that it went across the street and it rolled up in a Walmart parking lot." I go, "That's your favorite memory?" He goes, "It was. Uh, I've never seen a ball hit that far." So you know what? I want Brian and Bryson. A lot of times, it's what happens on a trip. You know what? This happened in the bus. This happened at the hotel. It has nothing to do with what we're doing as coaches or fundamentals or plan. And we'll find out from Brian and, and Bryce, their favorite memory playing Milwaukee Volleyball Club. And again, milwaukeevolleyballclub.com would be, be where you want to go if you want to get more information on their mission statement and some of the things that they are looking to accomplish with their club. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. to the u sports show on sports radio 105 7 fm the fan mike mcgivern and we're talking milwaukee volleyball club uh, co-directors jake nowak and brad keel um and then we're going to get to the players and, and, I, and i've asked them to think about their favorite memory of playing for the milwaukee volleyball club hey brad the success and we we're talking about this during the break the success that you guys are having is is incredible
3: yeah it really is this year it's really come together very well for what we aco- what we wanted to accomplish as the start of the year so we have there's a national tournament um at the end of the year and there's three divisions there's open which is the best of the best a uh, usa division which is the next round of the best and then club which is you know pay to play if you pay you can play so the open division is that's the marquee event and there's national qualifiers across the the country in various reasons. And uh, this year in our high school age groups, we've qualified five teams for the open division, which is the most out of any club in the entire country.
2: Wow. it's a lot of success. Very much so. Good yes. for you, Good for you guys. Got to feel really good about that. I, I've asked uh, uh, Brian Voigt from New Berlin and, and Bryce Baron from Germantown to join us back. And, and uh, just want to kind of get an idea. And, and you guys were laughing because, I said, hey, let's not talk about what your favorite memory is. And you guys are like, I think I know. Maybe I know Bryce's. Maybe I know Brian's. Uh, Brian, let's start with you. Your favorite memory so far playing for Milwaukee
0: Volleyball Club is what? Um, I would say probably my favorite is finishing uh, third place at Nationals back-to-back. But I would say for me and Bryce together, it was actually fifteens 0 at that national tournament. We both were on the all-tournament team. Where was that held? Uh, that one was... Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, and you guys were
2: both on the all national team. Yes, man, that must have been a really nice ride home. It was awesome, right? <laughs> you left everything on the court. You, you know, people noticed um, how good you were, and obviously the team did exceptionally well. Hey, Bryce, let me ask you the same question, and if you move that microphone, that'd be great. Uh, your favorite memory of uh, of playing for Milwaukee Volleyball Club so far has been what?
4: Um, my, I think it was our 16th year. We were in Anaheim, a uh, really fun tournament, and. Uh, we ended up winning the tournament with, like, however plenty of teams were there. And we were actually, like, I think the first team to win that outside of California in, like, 20 years. And it was just a surreal feeling.
2: You've you guys got to believe that the boys from California, a team from Wisconsin, pulls in and they got to be thinking, come on, man, these are cheeseheads that they can't they can't play in the, they they, they got to go indoors most of the time, all you know, and, and 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 practice. So it would be nice, I think, to plant that Wisconsin flag in Anaheim to say, you know what, we play a little volleyball up here. And, in, in the north, so congratulations on that. You're, you're shaking your head. You knew where. Yeah, going. But I
3: knew oh, yeah. one of them was going to pick the one in the California yeah. tournament 16s so. year.
1: Even as directors, we're getting you know emails and texts from college coaches and other club directors saying, "Hey, man, congratulations!" Because they know how rare that was to win that tournament and to win it over a club that really holds the standard nationally for for success in volleyball. Hey, what's the season that volleyball coaches can watch these guys play? Can
2: is it open? Is it? Because I know basketball. There's there's
3: dark and there's dead periods. There's um, dead periods. I'm but, pretty sure for volleyball, it's it's a lot different. It's pretty wide open. There's not the dead recruiting periods. Um, you know, we go to tournaments in Chicago, and we always see the coaches there. I mean, there's such a there's a smaller niche of college coaches that are available to watch, just because there's not as many programs right at like collegiate level. So I don't think there are any dead periods because every tournament we're at, there's always coaches.
2: Hey Bryce, how early did um did Ball State start talking to you?
4: I only started talking to them. I'd say maybe a year and a half or two years ago.
2: So, so your junior years when they came knocking, yeah, saying, "Hey," years
4: when like I think the recruiting process really steps up, and a lot of colleges are going to start looking.
2: Uh, Brian, did
0: did um, Loyola Chicago is that a good volleyball program? Yeah, they've had uh, plenty of success in the past few years. I think they won the national championship, 2014 and 2015. Wow. Back back, yeah. So,
2: and they've already talked to you about we're going to redshirt you your freshman year, yep. and, and have you been on campus to watch them practice and play?
0: Plenty of times, yes.
2: Um, it's a beautiful campus. Mm-hmm. I, I had a young man from Dominican that went to school there to play basketball, and, and his name is Jared Blount, and he's now he's an assistant coach at Colorado State. And, uh, man, he was a heck of a basketball player. And I was the, I was the general manager for an indoor soccer team in Chicago, and uh, so I got a chance to go on that campus a little bit and And then I went down a couple times to watch him watch him play. And um there's a Germantown kid an Camp kid that that played there as well on on the basketball team. And I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, but I know all this foolish stuff <laughs> like like that for sure. <laughs> hey guys, um when when you to, when you have kids like this that that are being recruited, do you get involved in the recruiting process, or do you leave that to the to the parents to? you get involved.
1: Yeah, we get involved. It's it depends on some some of the schools they like to go directly to the families. And if they're doing that, that's totally fine with us. The families might then come to us with a few questions about, hey, this is because we've only had contact with the school, is this normal? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So we're we're available for advice and and some guidance in that regard. But a lot of times the recruiting process will start with a college coach coming up to us in between you know at a tournament in between matches and, and hey we're interested in this kid or just an email. Um, but a lot of the kids are also getting really proactive with their own recruiting, um, whether it's YouTube videos and things like that and and, and reaching out to schools way earlier um, than they used to. It, it is getting younger and younger. I feel like the girls' game is impacting the boys' game a little bit in that regard. That right. girls are getting recruited at thirteen and fourteen and boys it usually was only 17s and 18s but now we're seeing the 16s and 15s conversations starting to happen too
2: you know the the girls um girls volleyball is at a different level than it than it was 10 years ago as boys volleyball I'm sure is but as far as the club sport and how competitive it is and the amount of girls playing throughout the state of Wisconsin it seems like it's an all-time high is that true yeah. Absolutely.
3: Um, every year, you you know, USA Volleyball brags about how they have record numbers. And, you know, I, I think at our national tournament last year, there was 732 teams from all across the country at these tournaments. And every year they grow and grow and grow. And, you know, boys volleyball is one of the fastest growing sports out there right now.
2: Hey, Brian Bryce, is there a club here that, uh, you know, I, I made fun of the whole Eisenhower, New Berlin West thing. Is there a club here that that uh, that
0: you guys don't like much? Not, not like, but who, who, who's your biggest competition? I mean, for the past few years, it was probably Milwaukee's thing, Yeah. I would say. But. Yeah, you're shaking
2: your head. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you, when you get a chance to see that they're in the tournament that you're in, are you, do you look right away to see if there's a chance you're matching up with them?
0: Uh, possibly, yeah. I mean, it's always a good matchup between them. It's always fun. I mean, we, we're, we know a bunch of the guys. You know those all those guys, So yeah, It's so really yeah, similar. I mean, a
3: lot of those kids, you know, they might be at different clubs that play high school together. It's really what makes it a very unique thing about boys volleyball especially in this area is you could go to a tournament and have seven different clubs representative and they could all have kids from the same high school
2: and and look I know that you don't want us poking the bear or anything you we you don't want and you don't want the sting to to get a recording that these guys are talking smack about them and I know that with AAU (laughs) basketball man those guys all know each other and, and they man they there's there is uh they do talk a little bit, but I'll tell you what, before the game, they're slapping five. Hey, how's how you doing? You know, how's school? How's your family? On the court, they get after it, and then after, they hug a little bit and say, I'll see you during the summertime. So, guys, this has been really good. What Have I missed anything?
3: No. I just appreciate you having us in. It's, yeah, it's been a blast.
2: That. Man, your gear is nice. Kind of makes me think of Milwaukee baseball,
1: right? Yeah, yeah baseball. that's what we
3: kind of, uh, with uh, with all of our uniforms, we try to incorporate, you know, the Milwaukee theme. I yeah, have a feeling good. this year we might have the fear of the deer black uh, yeah, jerseys looks, for nationals. Got to give a little
1: hat tip to the Bucs this year, I think. Yeah, I did, man. Yeah, they're playing well.
2: Guys, thank you so much. You. Uh, Brian Bryce, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Uh, Jake and Brad, I appreciate your time. Milwaukee Volleyball com for more information. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The
4: Fan.